Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there, and happy new year to everyone out there. And I want to welcome all of my national and international listeners. You know, I want to welcome you to the new season of the Transformation for Success show. And this is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. This is Tuesday, your day for encouragement and empowerment through the compelling stories of successful men and women who share how they learned how to integrate the soul, the body, and spirit for change to become whole and successful. Listeners, you're going to enjoy hearing the experiences of my guest today, Miss Robbie Motter, who's going to share with us how, as a courageous woman, she defied odds of her background and circumstances to make an unprecedented difference in the lives of women today all over the world. She's going to share from her heart her journey of challenges and how she overcame them to become the role model for women she is today. We will discuss issues that women face today and what she calls Diva Strategies for Success, which is the name of her blog talk radio show. So I want you to call your sister friends and men too if they miss this live show that they can download the show at a later time as each of my shows are archived for listeners viewing pleasure. So this show, again, it's designed to change lives, the hearts, the minds, the wills, and emotions of individuals for more successful and transformed lives. You know, I want you to remember that my show is syndicated and on both the empowerment and women's channels. So I'm here every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So do be sure to tune in each week for exciting interviews with my dynamic guest. Now, callers, you're welcome to call in today's show, and I'm sure you may want to join in the conversation, and you can call toll-free, 888-346-9141. Again, that's 888-346-9141. If you happen to be international and you want to call in, 001, don't forget that, 001 480 6535754. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and you can access me through these channels. And I also want you to visit my website and get a little bit more information about what's going on in the life of Dr. Barbara Young, and that's www.info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, you can also on that website get information about my television network, Transformation Success Today. All right, you know, today it's about women. And a quote from Diane Marie Child states that a woman is the full circle. Within her is the power to create, nurture, and transform. By the strength of many of the stories that we women have shared, we can show other women how powerful they are and how they can impact others through thriving after their hardships. So today, again, we're going to learn about a woman who helps to support women's needs by networking them together so they can build support and encourage one another. And also, she's about helping women around the globe 
to achieve self-reliance and to find their voices in the community and empowering them for greater economic success. And you know, one of my beliefs is that women are empowered when they are well in body, spirit, mind, and soul. That's when we are healthy. So it's up to us women to begin social networks, as Robbie has done all over the globe, and to create opportunities to help each other achieve and reach our God-given destinies. So today, I am proud to introduce to some of you that might not know or even heard of her, but Miss Robbie Motter, a pioneer and a strong advocate for women, and one of the most fascinating women I've ever met, and I just love her. Good afternoon, Robbie. (laughs) Good afternoon, Dr. Barbara Young. I am so honored to be able to be a guest on your show today. Well, I'm just excited to have you on the show today because, you know, you have such an impressive background. And more importantly, Robbie, you mean so much to so many women. I can't tell you how many women, when they found out you were going to be on my show, I got all these emails. I got all a plethora of people who were writing and saying, I'm glad. And, you know, I was so good. I put it on Facebook. But I want to share with those who may not have heard of you or who don't know you, your very impressive background. But I want to warn you, listeners, it's too lengthy and awesome to share all of it. But here are some of the highlights. So, Robbie, just be patient as I give you your due, my dear. (laughs) Robbie is a marketing PR consultant, certified national speaker, and author. She was an entrepreneur many, many years in corporate America in high-level positions in New York, Washington, D.C., and other states. She has been the National Association of Female Executives, and we call it NAFI, for well over 19 years as the Western and Mid-Atlantic Regional Coordinator. In 2016, she became the NAFI Global Coordinator. Now, for those of you who might not know, NAFI is the largest global network for women and is headquartered in New York and recently celebrated 45 years of serving women. This woman, Miss Robbie Motter, is a mover and shaker and so lovingly put together and is one of my favorite ladies, I reiterate, and I can tell you she's admired and inspired so many women, young and seasoned around the world. She's on numerous boards across the country. She's spoken the last 18 years for many organizations and corporations, and she is one dynamic woman that's on the go. And again, Robbie, welcome to the Transformation for Success show. Thank you so much. I'm so used to promoting other women, it's hard to hear me <laughs> being promoted, you know? That's not what I'm about, but thank you well, so much. I know. I know you're not, and, and I thank you, and I know many of us love you for that, because you're always so busy uplifting and encouraging other women. It almost just sort of, today, just kind of brings me to tears, but I'm so honored, because for all of your life, you've been in it to win it. You've had quite a journey, you know, progressing up the ladder, from corporate America to being an entrepreneur, and I want to sincerely applaud you for all of your achievement and accolades, and I wish that God continues to bless you and keep you on the journey. One of the things that inspired me uh, really to have you on the show and to really share with women, which I know maybe some of them have heard, but some of the things in your early childhood and background that you overcame. So I'd like for you just to share a bit about yourself and your background and some of the challenges you had to face early on. 
Well, I grew up mostly in foster homes and children's homes. For some reason, my mother did not want me. I lived with her a short while, and my really only memories of living with her was she used to lock me in the closet and go dancing. Other than that, um, you know, everything is, you know, when you have these challenges, to me, they're opportunities, because mm-hmm. each one helps you to become a better person. So, although I don't really have a lot of memories of my childhood, and I don't mm-hmm. really know why, I, but just a couple of incidents I remember, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I think that every day is a new day, so you just say, take each day and make the best of it, and move on and try to be the best person that you can be. So that's kind of been my philosophy my whole life. And that's a great one. But, you know, one of the things I think it's difficult to, you know, go through experiences such as you did and with a mom that locked you in a closet, you know, that's a little bit difficult. How did you find it in your heart to forgive her? Well, I I did because the reason I left my uh, my job in Washington D.C. was to come to California to take care of her. And even my children said to me, "Mother, how could you do that? She was never a mother to you." And then I I just said to them, "If I didn't, she is my mother, and mm-hmm. if I didn't, I would be no different than she was." And I don't regret doing that either because towards the end we did have a relationship. And my mother was from 14, she was a family of 14 children, very poor, and I think maybe when she put me in those homes, she thought she was giving me a better life. And that could have been her motivation, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you think about it in retrospect, uh, you know, I just, I really admire you. I knew that story, and I wanted you to share that uh, with the listeners because I've heard, and I'm sure you have so many women who've had challenges with their moms and they never seem to get over it. They never seem to forgive them. But do you, you know, sort of think or suspect in your heart of hearts, Robbie, that's why you've been so blessed, because you honored her no matter what she did, no matter what she might have done. That's probably true. I, that may be true, but I try to look at every person I meet, mm-hmm. because even if they could be the meanest person in the world, some, some people, everybody has something good in them. So I look for the good, and that's, you know, it, it just... Because they do, and sometimes they don't realize that they're doing certain things. So it's just life. I always say it's another day in life 101. (laughs) That's true. I like that. We'll call that. Maybe we should start a session called Life 101. But what, in your opinion, uh, when you were growing up, was sort of the biggest challenge that you had, and how did you overcome it? Because you're an educated woman, and here you, you know, from all of these foster homes and feeling rejection, uh, from your mom, and then you enter into corporate America. How, how do, what do you ascribe to that success? Well, I was on my own at 14, and I lied about my age, and I got my <laughs> first job in San Francisco, and I would go in, you know, one to two hours early every day to learn something new in the office. Mm-hmm. So everything new I learned, had, you know, catapulted me to a bigger job, and and I, if I didn't know something, I'd get a book on the subject and teach myself about it. And so I don't think there's anything we cannot learn. And I also mm-hmm. believe whatever your mind wants you to become, you can become. Mm-hmm. You stop listening to the negative people around you. Know that your dream is your dream and no one can take it away from you. And I think that's wonderful. One of the things that you said, and I, I wrote this down, is that, you went 
well, number one, you lied about your age. But here's the thing. You went in early on the job rather than just showing up on time. You went in early. Do you think that was because of the work ethic at that time? Or was that just a part of your your inner being just to go early and, and discover and, 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 and get new things and do new things? I think it was my inner being because I, you know, when you're at the bottom, the only way you can go is to the top. And the only uh-huh. way you get there is by making yourself learn new things and, and know what you want and ach- try to achieve each goal along the way. So those, those were like the stepping stones to my success. Everything you learn is another day. And then you look, you look for people who have great knowledge and you, learn from them, you watch how they work, and mm-hmm. and it's still my work ethic today. Work. If I give somebody, say I'm going to do something, my word is my bond, and I never break it. Well, you know, I mean, that's such a value system that do we see that uh, in today's time, and we're going to talk about that a little later, uh, because over the years, you've worked with a uh, lot of women. Uh, who do you think inspired you to sort of uh, maybe go through some of these things? Were there somebody that mentored you early on? Because you've been such a great mentor to so many women. Did you have a mentor? Well, when I was 21, I became the first director that was called personnel, it's now called human resources, for the Uh Hawaiian Village Hotel in Hawaii, which is where I'm from. I'm from Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the man who owned the hotel was Edward was um, Henry J. Kaiser of the Kaiser Steel, Kaiser Aluminum, Kaiser Hospitals. He was 76. I was 21. He wasn't really my mentor, but it seemed like I always got... He was trying to build the dome around the world dome for the around the world movie with Liz Taylor and Mike and the, uh, the other gentleman, Burton. Not Burton, the one that she was married to the first time. Mike, Mike and, Todd? And, uh, okay, I, I can't name. remember. It could have been Hilton. Yeah, her first marriage. Yeah. No, it was. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, be mm-hmm. and and his he had all these engineers always in the in the elevator, and they would always say to him, "Mr. Hilton, there's never been a round dome built." And he would look at them and he would say, "I don't want to hear there was never. I want you to find a way to do it." And then he would look at me and say, "Robbie, let that be a lesson to you. There is nothing in this world that cannot be done." You just have to find the right people and the right way. And another thing he said to me that always stayed with me, he said, remember, life is like a main highway. Sometimes when things are not going right, we're on the side. He said, just think of being on the side road and then say to yourself, oh, i got to get out to the main highway. And all of a sudden you will find that you're back on the main highway and back on track. And you know that always stayed with me my whole life. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I love that. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back because we got a lot more to get out of Robbie Miner, my pioneer woman who is so courageous. So listeners, stay tuned because we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. 
But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to the Transformation for Success show with my guest today, Ms. Robbie Miner, who's a marketing PR consultant, certified national speaker, author. She's a diva in her own right, has her own blog talk radio show. She's with the National Association of Female Executives, and she is the global coordinator for National Association of Female Executives, and so, which is the largest global network for women and is headquartered in New York. Listen, I am so happy to have Robbie on the show. So, Robbie, welcome back as we begin to explore further. And I want to just make a book note for the listeners that the man that she worked for who gave her all these great tips was Henry J. Kaiser himself. What an awesome, awesome person to be working for. It seems like you got a lot of tidbits from him. The side road to the main highway. Robbie, I like that. You know, over the years, you know, what, in your opinion, kept you motivated uh, to be successful? Because you were successful in all of your endeavors. I mean, you didn't, you didn't really give up or quit. You would leave because there were other opportunities that opened for you. Right. Uh, well, I also became a single mom. So that was the other okay. thing. I had three you know, children to raise. So mm-hmm. that gives you a lot of motivation because I wanted my children to be the best they could be in the world. So I had to be the role model and the example. And, you know, that's really difficult <clears throat> in a sense. Uh, I can relate to that, being single <clears throat> at one time in my life and having children to raise. How were you able to balance uh, career and family, you know, raising your children uh, up by yourself? Well, I was very lucky um, when uh, the first time that I was I've been married twice, so the first time I was divorced, I didn't have a lot of money, but I was able to find a a woman from the church who came to live with me. So while I was working, my children were never alone. There was always somebody there with them. And then Mm -hmm. later, when I remarried and I divorced again, I was able to have housekeepers that lived in. But my children, whenever they had anything to do or an event, I always was able to get time off from work and go and be with them because family is first. You know, you can always have a job, but you can't always have a family. Well, you know, I I ask you that question because I know 
you are what I call the seasoned woman and you've been on a career track for a long time and you're still working hard. And one of the questions that's always asked, uh, and many women have asked me this question and I'm sure they ask you that too, can you have it all? Can you have a successful demanding career, family and marriage? And um, I've, I've been asked that because really trying to balance it and knowing that family comes first. So uh, as I kind of segue into over the years, you have worked with women. What inspired you to want to support and help women? Well, years ago, I remember I was working in Omaha, Nebraska, and I wanted this woman to teach me what she was doing, and she refused. And she didn't realize that if she taught me her job, she could move up to a higher job. And so I made a, it was just, I mean, it was that day I said in my mind that whatever I learned the rest of my life, I would share it with other women to help them because it isn't about me, it's about us. It's about how we come together to help one another to reach our dreams and be successful. So that's been my, you know, my passion ever since then, and I haven't stopped. Well, you know, and I know that I've, I've met so many women and they just love you. And obviously, but it's it's something about you, Robbie, because, you know, I always think about filling your own cup first before you can give to someone else. So the the, the whole notion of even with this woman in Omaha, Nebraska, the fear of empowering somebody else because she didn't feel empowered. So how did you turn that around for yourself where you're not afraid of sharing and empowering somebody else to their greatness. Because their success is one of the greatest achievements for me. Mm-hmm. Know that I had some little part to get to make them step out of the box or see something in them that they didn't. So many women have said to me, how did you know I could do that? And I said, I just knew. And I just wanted to be your cheerleader. So for me, that is the greatest reward. It's not about me. When you help enough people, it somehow comes back to you. The good Lord looks down and says, I'm going to make sure you get yours or whatever. But it's not, you don't do it for that reason. You do it for the reason that somebody, you can make a difference. You can touch a life. You can make them think outside the box. You can make them step out. I was talking to my friend Jillian Larson yesterday, and she said people always tell her that she's an outside box thinker. She said, no, I'm not. And they said, yes, you are. And she said, no, I don't have a box. So <laughs> I like that. From now on, I'm not going to have a box, so I don't have to step out of it. I'm just going <laughs> to keep going. I think that's wonderful. But, you know, you also espouse another principle uh, that the good book, and I call the Bible the manufacturer's manual, and he talks about sowing and reaping. So what you sow, in other words, and you're planning into somebody else's life, you basically are saying that you will get that reward. You will reap what you have sown into somebody else's life, um, which kind of, you know, lets me segue into uh, a television show that we did. And I maybe you saw it. And it was the question, and it's rhetorical, really, why women don't help other women. And so we concluded a lot of it has to do with some of the things that you've talked about, you have to feel good about who you are and what you have and your abilities, and only then can you empower somebody else. So I want to thank you for that, Robbie, because it means a lot to me and other women who are around you. 
Who inspires you, <laughs> by the way? <laughs> Every woman. You know, Nafi is, I'm, I love Nafi. It's sort mm-hmm. of like my family. And right. every woman I meet in Nafi gives me some joy and brings me something into my heart and keeps my heart overflowing all the time because there's such beautiful people. Nafi is a movement. We're, we're not just a network. We're a movement. We're a sisterhood. Uh-huh. And we love each other and we, we just, it's just a very different atmosphere. It's interesting because when I became part of it, it was only to be a one-year coordinator. Now I'm 19 years. <laughs> you love it. You love it. Well, share a little bit about NAFI, what they actually do, because it's the National Association of Female Executives. So do you have, what, what are some of the, uh, I guess, requirements to join NAFI? Well, I think one of them, I think, is that you need to have been in business, in business. You can be a home-based business, an entrepreneur, work for a company, or be an executive. But you also want to have to be a woman that wants to come together with other women and be able to share, not mm-hmm. show up about what's in it for me, because there are a lot of mm-hmm. other groups that you can go to that's what's in it for me. Nafi is a family. We we want to help each other. We want to be there. We want to be like mentors for each other. Um, you know, somebody who's at the very top can be a great mentor to somebody coming up the ladder. Uh, somebody, you know, even somebody retired who's worked for years mm-hmm. has great knowledge to share with younger members. So we're about togetherness. We're about being for each other. And, and yet along the way, each of us will grow and, and, prosper because we get to hear dynamic speakers like you that have great visions and great wisdom, oh, and so we you. grow from that. Well, I know that I, I'm a member of NAFI, and I, I joined it because wanting to reach out to other women, and particularly what I'm impressed about is the diversity of women who are in NAFI uh, and some of the work that they do, and it truly is about women uh, helping other women and you know sharing their empowerment messages. Uh, but, you know, do you think that, uh, specifically, Ravi, what do we need to do to help the millennials? Are, are they expressing some new challenges for us women who are seasoned? Uh, how do you uh, respond to that or look at them right now? Our millennials, our younger women. Well, I want to learn all the techniques they know. I mean, how to do all that, all that blogging and uh, texting and uh, mm-hmm. whatever, snapshot and all that stuff. I want to learn what they want. So they're great mentors for me. Well, I mean, I appreciate that because, you know, um, I, I talk about that all the time, that I feel a lot of millennials are getting a bad break. Uh, but are they creating new rules for us? And I think so. And, I, and I, I'm really happy about it. But I think they also need the seasoned women, too, uh, to not forget that we have been through, because I'm thinking of myself as a seasoned woman, that we have been through some things and to be able to share again and to uplift them, I think is so important. So it's like two-way. I want to learn from them, but we want them to also learn from us. What, what do you think, Ravi, are some of the, the challenges that you have found that women are facing today? And Well, one uh, of the things when you speak about the millennials, a lot of them are now in positions where they're hiring people for their companies. And, you know, mm-hmm. nowadays you send in resumes. So sometimes they read a resume of somebody who is seasoned, 
and they'll look and say, oh, that person has too much experience. They might, they, they're not sometimes as secure, and they think, oh, well, they may want to take my job. So they don't even give them an opportunity to, to interview for the position. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, again, do you think that maybe something needs to be done about that? What do you think that could be infused uh, to help them see it from a different point of view? Well, I think in teaching them, we should say that the seasoned professionals can give them great knowledge. And in return, they can share great knowledge that they have at their age with the seasoned professionals. So it's a win-win for both. Well, you know, I'm thinking um, out of the box. (laughs) I don't have a box. But if there were, and I'm not sure, maybe there's something going on where we bring millennials with seasoned uh, women together to have a dialogue. Uh, and I'm thinking back years ago in my church, um, I found we were not working the younger people with the older generation. So we started an intergenerational uh, movement because a lot of the practices and even some of the recipes, some of the things that the older generations were doing, they were not being shared. They were not being passed on, if you will. So when we started this movement, it, just in this church, it was absolutely fascinating what happened. So I'm thinking, do you know of anything like that that's taking place today where we have millennials and seasoned uh, professional women coming together where they can dialogue and share and talk and learn from each other? I absolutely do. Remember uh, the gentleman that I uh, shared the week with, Jason Oh, Seward, yes. The yes, the millennials. Uh, okay. In turn, uh, that one is fabulous, and I got an email from him today. He's going to be setting up a telephone call with you. Okay, because I think it's, you know, that's the challenges, in particular as women, we're facing, and I believe we're going to crack that glass ceiling one of these days. We're absolutely going to crack it, and but it probably will be our millennials that's going to do it. So I, I am very hopeful about that. So, again... What are some of the other some of the challenges you think that some of the seasoned women are facing today? Well, they can't find jobs. That's one of the big things. Or if they, um, you know, I'm not in the corporate world anymore, but I do hear that a lot from people that maybe work for a company that had cutbacks and they actually got cut, cut out of their job and they start looking for another job. They have a really hard time because it isn't like before where you could go in and interview and, and it's face-to-face where people get to really see you and know you. It's somebody reading the resumes and deciding whether you even get the interview, which, you know, I, was in, I did a lot of interviewing when I was in New York and hiring people. And even the other thing is sometimes when people send resumes out, they never get responses. I think they should at least get a response for taking the time to send in the resume. I mean, it's only a... Just a nice gesture to do. It isn't a hard thing. It could be a form letter, but just something to say, thank you for sending your resume. We're sorry you weren't selected at this time, but we will keep your resume or something like that. Just to acknowledge them, you know. You've become a great entrepreneur. Now, we were talking about some of the challenges that women were facing, and one of them is they can't find jobs. And so we're, we're really sort of moving into, well, you've been a great um entrepreneur in the past, do you have a particular business philosophy that you can share? Well, as I believe as an entrepreneur, it's always deliver what you promise. 
mm-hmm. and live by your word. I think that's very important because your integrity, I think, is the most important thing in business. Mm-hmm. And and surround yourself with positive people, uh, and it, you know, try to help as many people as you can along the way. I mean, that's sort of my philosophy. Okay, I like that. Deliver what you promise. You know, live by your word and be around positive as much as possible, positive people. Well, you know, one of the things that I I know about you and I wanted to sort of uh, have you elaborate, your show that you do, uh, which is Divas for Success, tell me a little bit about that show and, and, and how did you come to you know, name it Divas Strategies for Success. <laughs> well, because I'm the Queen Diva, so that's why it was named that. <laughs> yes, I, you I are. Show about, I decided to do the show about seven years ago. I've taken a, about a three-month break because, you, know, as as you know, my stepfather's in a board and care, and I've had yeah. a lot of uh, stuff to deal with him, but I'm actually restarting the show in February, and I interview, I, I like to interview mostly women, but I have interviewed men from across the globe. And I get all kinds of different topics and conversations. My show is a one-half-hour show, and it's on every Monday at 4 p.m. live. And then it's archived like your show is. Mm-hmm. So I'm lining up all my guests, and we're going to be coming back on board. I just needed a breathing. You know, after you do it seven years straight every week, you need a break. Right, right. Well, I, I was interested in that because I know that you've uh, done that. Now, do people on the show uh, share strategies for success? Because that's somewhat what we're doing here. Every, they, uh, yeah, they pretty much do. Everybody gives, they, whatever their topic is, they're sharing things that will help the listener grow in that particular field. I look for things that are, you know, that I know women need and those are the speakers that I book and get on the show. Okay. You know, I, I was just thinking about that, uh, about success strategies. And uh, I know you're the, you're the grand diva, of course. But, you know, when I think about where we are today, Robbie, uh, as women, we still have a lot of struggles yet in terms of we have to develop social skills, professional and emotional skills to cope with change and adversity. And one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back from break is how can you, well, how you can share your thoughts with us on how people can do this, especially women in today's times. So listeners, stay right there because we'll be right back after this quick break. Thank you for listening. So stay tuned. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. There are many challenges associated with recovery from any issue. By building a support system of friends, family members, and professionals, you can overcome these challenges. Tune in to Rise Radio with host Randy Havison. On this program, we'll bring topics to the forefront like addiction, self-esteem, leadership, relationship building, and other topics to empower you and your support system to achieve a greater level of personal growth. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello there, and welcome back to the Transformation for Success show with my guest today, Miss Robbie Motter. And she is such a diva. (laughs) We have been talking about the grand diva and her tools and some of her strategies for success and her background of working with women. So I hope many of you women who are out there listening, and men if you are, that you're going through or you have gone through some of the challenges she's talked about and experienced. So I hope you're taking notes because on this next section, I want to ask Robbie a question which involves in today's world, we as women and men, but more importantly, I think as women, we have to develop social, professional, and emotional skills to cope with change and adversity. So Robbie, share with us some of your thoughts on how people can do this, especially women. Well, some of the things I've seen sometimes is that women work in companies and then there's sometimes there's an incident where somebody will try to sabotage them or their company or their business. But, you know, I, I, when, whenever I see something like that, my, my response would be, uh, to say, well, that may be your opinion, but here is my opinion. Because, you know, we live in America where it's a free world. We all have our own opinions. And I would not let that hurt me, or it, it might hurt me, but I wouldn't let that bother me because I would say, that's that person's opinion or that's that company's opinion. But in my heart, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. Uh-huh. I know what my beliefs are, and that's what I'm going to keep going forward with, and no matter what, that's who I am. And I think that's wonderful. How were you able, though, you know, one of the things I always advocate, because I I see you, Robbie, as a powerful woman, and a powerful woman knows she's powerful when she's tender, nurturing, and empowering. And, And that's you know, so when we talk about developing the social skills, the professional and emotional skills, it is knowing who you are and knowing that you're as powerful as you're ever going to be. And I, I mean, and that to me is what I see in you, a woman who is almost majestic in appearance and in kindness and sincerity, and you're powerful. 
but you know that there's no one like you. <laughs> and you are such a unique uh, abs- a unique person and making a great contribution. And I just really want to thank you again for just coming on the show and to just share who you are. I just can't imagine anyone living in 14 different foster homes, being locked in a closet by mom and coming out victorious with, and forgiving and loving. So I want to applaud you for that. So what's next for you? Because girl, I can tell you got a lot of living doing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 2017 is going to be a great year for all of us. But one of the things that really I've done all of my life, because you know, we all have bad days, but every day I put in the, in a journal all the good things that happen. So if mm-hmm. I have, you know, what what's good, it could be just one thing. But then when if, I, if something happens where I'm having a bad day, I open that journal and I look at all the good things I've been l- lucky to have in my life. And I say, oh, this thing is not going to bother me. Look what I have. And all of a sudden, that thing I was worried about just sort of disappears. <coughs> so a gratitude journal is a very good thing, I think. Yes, it is. I believe in journaling. And like you said, this is going to be a great year for women coming up uh, in, I believe, 2017. 2017, according to the Jewish calendar, is Jubilee, a year of Jubilee. Wow. Uh, according to other calculations, this is uh, 2017 is the year of completion. So name three things that you are hoping for in 2017, maybe not maybe for yourself, but for, for other people. Otherwise. Well, I want to be, I want to build more networks. Uh, right now, I'm running six networks myself, but I want to add some more networks across the country. I would like some of my other NAFI networks. Uh, in fact, last year, I inspired mm-hmm. one of my networks in Indiana to do their own women's conference, and it was a big success, and I will be flying out this October in 2017 to speak to that network. Um, I'm also with Love My. San Antonio, which is another strong network to do their conference. It's not that hard, and it's a way to reach out and, and bring in great women to to train other women and for other women to come and meet each other. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that will happen. Um, I'm also, you know, just hoping that everybody that's in my life has the most wonderful year in 2017 for themselves and their families. And those are my wishes. That's wonderful. Robbie, I want to ask uh, some another question, getting to know Robbie a little bit more. This is getting to know Robbie section. <laughs> what do you love about yourself? What do I love about what? Yourself. I, I love about myself that I, whatever experiences I've experienced, I'm able to share with others. So you're very open. So you're saying I'm, be, I'm able to be open and that you love about yourself. One of the things I know that's coming up for you is a NAFI conference in April. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that conference and maybe we can get a little uh, invitation to some of the ladies out there who are listening for your, it's in April, right? So tell us a little bit about that conference. Mm -hmm. It's April 22nd at the corporate room in Wildemar, California. And I'm excited that you are one of my keynote speakers along with uh, um, uh, Althea Ledford and Michelle Patterson and Ursula Minches and Helene Segura 
and Kelly Breeze. All of you are dynamic, and we have 11 vendors, and we'll have 125 women, and we have entertainment, and it's wow. a great day of networking and shopping and eating and learning from the best. You. <laughs> well. Thank you for that. I didn't want you. I wasn't trying to put a plug in for myself, but I wanted you to be able to share about NAFI and the conference and the things that you do to support other women because there are going to be some great speakers there. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot of them speak and the entertainment myself. So I want to say for those ladies out there, you may want to come and really see what this is all about and be in it to win it. I like that, that sort of be in it to win it because, yes, we're all winners and this is a new year. And I think coming into this new year, uh, a new year of healing, uh, of absolutely using your energy towards positive directions, positive things that you want to happen in your life. And so I'm hoping through the shows that we'll do this year, Transformation for Success, it is my goal that we will bring powerful, inspiring, seasoned professional women and strong advocates as Robbie Motter to share with you their successes and the things that they've done that have made them so powerful and where they are today. I also want to hear from the young millennials and their viewpoints about realizing that success is obtainable for everyone. So I want to say this as I I close today, Robbie, I want to thank you because you're one of the women that many admire the most. And I want to know any last notes are tidbits that you'd like to share with the women today as I close the show. Well, one of the the things I want to mention that we will soon have the Facebook page up, Success Up NAFI Women's Conference, and so they can look at all the information there. But, But the other thing is I want them to be the best they can be in 2017. Reach out to mentors and ask for help. Women have a tough time asking for help because you can learn from the best. And women are all, most women today are willing to share. And if you meet someone that isn't, move on and ask someone else. That's my motto. I I think that's absolutely wonderful uh, that you have shared that, Robbie. And what what do you think that would be a very good way to say to women how to uncover and choose their future? Well, first off, make sure it's your passion. Uh, Mm -hmm. Write down on paper all the things you want to achieve. And then under each goal you want to achieve, what will it take to get there? And then the steps you have to do to to get there. And do it. Just don't sit and look at it. Take step out of that box and go do it because you can. You can do anything you want to do. It really is that easy. I want to thank you for that because, Robbie, you know, My belief is if we're going to change this world one woman at a time, we're going to need support. We're going to need acknowledgement. And I want to say to you ladies out there and men, we can't do it alone. Our future lies together in working together as a community. There is a lot of support out there for male power, and we know it, and we see it. But how often do we women acknowledge each other for owning our part? and for being nurturing, and for empowering someone else. And I mean this in my heart, because I I know that this new year, 
that there are a lot of people who are disappointed with the way things may have happened in 2016. But this is the year to support change in yourself and in others. For you to acknowledge that when somebody is being tender and powerfully female, and if you see somebody who's trying to struggle out there to balance a career and children to help them, that I'm so inspired by the fact that you're working and you're taking care of your children. Or you might say to someone or a good friend, my heart opens when I see that you're being powerful by your caring and you're supporting others. And I just want to say that to Robbie because truly, I think because of the subtlety of your female power, because you don't really impress and, you know, empower, you know, overwhelm somebody with it is the word I want to say. But you make the difference in how a meeting turns out. And I want to say my way today is to say to all of you as I close the show, it's our turn. Take control of your life. Discover and focus on your core genius because this is a new year and this is a new beginning and a time for renewal. So become that happy, successful person that God chose you and that you know you were meant to be. So, Robbie, thank you again. And I want all of you to have a very blessed week and join me next week as I'll bring to you another exciting and interesting guest. So be joyful, be positive, be encouraged, be grateful for what you have, and be forever transformed. Thank you. Have a blessed week, and God bless you all. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.